Hello again, this is Noah and John, and we are talking Manhattan, and today I got Marie Espinal. Hello. Jeff Adler. All right. We're at Element. Thanks, guys, for being here. You're welcome. Taking time from your busy day. Um, real quick, um, this show is to try to extract all those insights that you're seeing in the front lines. People want to know what's going on in Manhattan. Um, about you guys, how long have you been doing this real quick? I want to get your experience yeah. out. Well, we've been. Years. she's been doing it 15 years. I've been doing it a decade, and we've been together actually two weeks ago was nine years. Nine years. Okay, so you got 25 years, and you got a team. Yeah. So to add on yeah. 30. We have about almost 50 years worth 50 years of combined experience. experience. Um, it's very confusing what's going on with the market right now. So what's happening? What do you see? Oh, God. I think, uh, I, think I have one word that's going to sum it all up. Mm-hmm. Unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's um, you, you, you don't know where you're going to end up and I, and I really mean that I think that there is a serious level of um, unpredictability when you're managing both buy and sell side and you have no idea where things are going to end up I mean it, it, it used to be that there was a very clear barometer for what would happen if you went in at X number, mm-hmm. what the potential result could be mm-hmm. for an expected um, transacting price. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. I mean, I just have- And it's true for both new development and resales. Mm-hmm. It's, not yeah. ju- it's not just yeah. resales. Jeff and I uh, have, have had recently, in the last two weeks, two experiences. One, a couple that we love uh, from New Hampshire that uh, we toured all over the Upper West Side looking at product that was between three and a half million dollars and six million dollars. And it was fascinating to us to see how the the thought process mm-hmm. and the anchor points to market and what developers are thinking mm-hmm. to what individual sellers are thinking i mean if you if you lay if you put all of those points on a graph yeah, it it's would all over look the place. like right. this right no rhyme or reason um price well not price well uh different reasonings for wanting to exit mm. the market and so i think I think what that tells us is that it's an important, really, really important time, uh, again, to, to be doing your homework. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. And, and I'll go into the, the second example. Um, I was going to say great time to clearly be in the market. That's not the first time that that's being said. Right. Jeff and I are both. Um, and you, you ask how the market is, and, and, and this is not to sound self-aggrandizing, but it's, it's so anecdotal. I mean, we can yeah. walk out on the floor and... and five brokers will say to you that they're miserable and they're not doing anything. Yeah. And then you'll come to us and some of these other offices and, and we haven't had a day off in three months. Right. It's very individual to that yeah. specific yeah. agent's window of, of deal volume that's going on. Yeah. You have five deals in this month, the market's good. Yeah. Well, and also being able to pivot and shift. I mean, we've, right. we've done that and you just you have to be able to move with, with the market. Right. This buyer, real quick. Um, the second example, really yeah. quick. So the second example was... Uh, another couple from Southern California, first time purchasing in Manhattan. And it, it was fascinating because we started talking about six months ago, this trip was very well planned. We're coming in three days, laser focus. Mm-hmm. We're, gonna, we're gonna buy the apartment that we want. And all along I had been telling them um, the answers to questions like, well, ballpark, what do you think is going to be the discount that we can realize? If we were to, mm-hmm. you know, just cast yeah. a wide net, what 
what what kind of discount can we see on, on any given yeah. property? I can't answer that question. Well, and, and they yeah. didn't understand that. And that's a, and that's a great point because we were looking at this uh, a while ago, uh, earlier today, and when we look at the median listing discount for Manhattan, it's about 6%. And so it's like okay. 94%. Sellers are getting about roughly 94% of their ask. But they're getting far more in other places as they are in others. Some places they're getting 100%. They're still well, getting full ask, and there's some places that you're having to discount 20%. Well, that's because the owners and the sellers, the owners, sellers, and the buyers are still pretty far apart. They, yeah. they have not gotten any closer in this last 12 months. They're yeah. still pretty far apart. So you're but seeing huge, really well, what I'm saying is yeah. you get, you, but not, not uniformly. Right. So you have smart people, some of our sellers, who are pricing it just below the market, and we're and we're, we we in contract on a property that went for higher than the list. I was just going to ask you: those right. ones that are pricing it close, are they? Yeah. What's their discount approximately, or are they getting? Well, just there is no discount. Right. Those those we're, 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 put, we're putting it out there at, at the, the market, market. Yeah. to make sure that they get uh, do it quickly and get a lot of people in. Right, and then we're getting offers, and we're you know we're not much over you know two or three percent over, but. Boom! It's it's done in in, yeah. in two months. So can we just stay on this one buyer? Yeah, go back to the buyer because I think yeah. I think it's important. So so the buyer we, they they finally arrive here. We go look at property over the course of three days, just as it was planned, and they couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe that we shortlisted this down to six different six properties mm -hmm. all within the range. Mm -hmm. Three of them were priced exactly at market right mm -hmm. um and they weren't going to see and within a hair of the asking price these properties were going to close and then there were these other three that were far above where market norm is right now yeah. and where it should be trading and what's yeah. fascinating is that they couldn't understand they couldn't why they couldn't realize the same discount. And there was no differences over here. between no. the two batches. No, no differences. And so, and, and optically, they they because there was this much spread over here, mm -hmm. they wanted to see that same spread there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I mm. charted it all out, pulled out the numbers. <laughs> but this is fascinating because this explains where the market is. Yeah. And, and and I was like, well, wait a minute. Let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the comps. Let's look at the history. Right. Look, 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 look. Why do you think that these first three should trade at the at, at the at this number with yeah. this much discount in it when everything is saying that it's priced right? Well, because you know everybody wants every, everybody yeah. wants a deal, and yeah. we're only going to buy if there's a deal to be had. And so that that's that's where the market okay. is so, right now. So one lesson that I think I can pull away from this is that if if I'm a buyer, um, not every listing for sale is is made equally. Okay, yeah. there there are some listings where the sellers. A, either they need to sell, or B, they don't need to sell, but they're amenable to actually pricing the thing property and letting the market do what it wants to do because they don't want to deal with six months or eight months or whatever, That's right. the whole listing process. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at 6.3% over here. I guess our buyer's not aware. Our, the problem is, is that, for example, we had Jared and Sean on, and they were talking about the new development sector at Compass, and they said the problem there is transparency. Buyers are not aware of where deals are happening. 100%. So, so deals are being made, and they're not being disclosed. And if the buyers were aware of where these deals were being made, the whole cycle would expedite. Inventory would, would run but out. But I have an answer for you. Yeah. Same same exact concept on, yeah. on, on the new development side. Last week, we had a negotiation that was going on. Asking price was 5950 
we were talking landing on a deal at five million dollars. That's a massive spread, yeah. right? Um, yeah. With concessions, with potentially a storage unit. Yeah. Same story. We go two blocks over, new development as well. Yeah. Guess what? No, same, you're same. paying the asking price. Yeah, it's, these, yeah. these sellers have different reasons for selling and different motivations. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm full of questions. No, 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 but the interesting well, the, thing, the, thing, is, the, the, the thing here was... The net number is the same. The net number ends up being that second property that we were thinking about was priced at 5150. And so... It, it's going to trade where it's going to trade, yeah, but yeah. I think on the new development side, I mean, look, that that's a bigger conversation because there are reasons for why they can't drop pricing. Yeah. Um, you I mean, know. right. And who the developer is, who they borrowed the money well, from. Well, it's our but... job to tell the buyers what's going on and what's happening. That's and right. that, I mean, some buyers will not even just make a play at it because they think that they're putting in something that's going to insult somebody or they don't yeah. even, ah, I'm gonna, I, I value this 50% lower, I'm not even going to go close to this. I, I also feel yeah. like a lot of the new developments are marketed as luxury. And I feel like that there's more, some have more of a, what I would call a permanent luxury than mm -hmm. others. So I, a lot of them are competing against each other with amenities and then some have sort of a location on top of the amenities, in which case, yeah, you're probably going to retain your premium based on your location as amenities become a little more commoditized. Everything and yeah. being built is being labeled luxury. Yeah. There's, there's the, the, the cost of the land in these buildings at this point and the cost of construction, I, I don't think you can make any money without charging these crazy prices. I mean, yeah. you're, not, you're not buying new development for under 1500 a square foot. Anywhere. Right, but it's a question of what are you, as a developer, what are you competing on? Are you competing on the amenities you're building in the building? Are you competing against the, the extra excess views that you have by going up the extra 50 stories? Uh, That's know. a great question. You know what? I, I, I think it depends on the individual building. I right. mean, and we could... But I know, think that's some of the discrepancy you're seeing is how, how the competition, the competitive landscape is. They're competing on the story. I think if you as a development do not have a good story to tell, it's going to impact the way that yeah. the, 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 the way that the product is sold and how long it takes to sell. I mean, there's it, there, that there's no surprise that AM Stern, you know, has done very very well in the last, yeah. you know, 3 years has always done so, but you know, you have a good chunk of buildings that went to market and people love that product. Mm -hmm. They love And the only, product. you know, he only partners with good developers who deliver yeah. a really good product and so look right. at these buildings, 20 East End Avenue, 502, uh, uh, 520 Park Avenue, 220 yeah. <laughs> CPS, yeah. we know what happened there. And, and this one at 250 West 81st Street, these buildings sold within a year. Right. Um, I mean, Nothing selling within uh, the year. I, I also think it's surprising. I mean, our, our buyers are paying a, a, a much greater um, level of attention to detail in these projects. You know, walking in there and um, sussing out, you know, good craftsmanship from poor, you know, quality of the floors and the finishes. And that's always been important, but I feel I, but like I, but now but more than ever. Well, also, but it's partially, I mean, uh, this is self-aggrandizing, but it, it's because of us. I mean, we're, when when we have to go explain the, the, the delta in these prices, yeah. a lot of it is because of the quality. Yeah, the materials. And that's what, and we're pointing that out before we even walk in. We're gonna be like, okay, this, this you're gonna walk in here, it's gonna be very nice, mm -hmm. it'll be done okay, but six years from now, it's gonna look like it was 2018. Yeah. Right. And, but here, in this building, 10 years from now, it's timeless, it's, it's timeless yeah. and the quality's really good, and that's why it's a little bit more. That's a, that's a terrific point. It's, and the other question I want to ask is, as you go to this buyer, because I feel like this is something that a lot of agents, 
especially newer agents have trouble with is that buyer most likely and I'm just assuming yeah. gave you a set of criteria what they're looking for and part of that's price and they gave you an upper range of the price and I'm curious when you have such a discrepancy of where buildings are trading versus where they're asking how do you sort of normalize the upper price bounds for ones that you think might be trading within their price range well you I just mean, kind of that, go that, up that, a set so percentage, what, or is it on a building by building basis? It's, it's on a building by building basis, and all these quali quantitative and qualitative factors have to be explained, and, and you sit down together. Yeah. yeah, we're we're fortunate, like we're at the point in our careers, and as a partnership, where you know a lot of brokers need to grab at the lowest hanging fruit. And I know it sound, might sound cliche, but we're we're lucky enough. We're we're not looking, we're not chasing transactions anymore, because mm -hmm. we we really want. Relationships, right. right? You right. sell, you sell a guy a ten million dollar apartment. Chances are he's got friends that can afford six million dollar apartments, right? right? So right. you, you know, you need him happy. I don't just need the check today. Mm -hmm. I need. I'm, I'm not right. that old. I need to keep working. So we, we're, we're building relationships. So often, we're pushing them down. We're telling them, you know, that this A.M. Stern building that the, these people are mm -hmm. buying in is. A million dollars less than what they were looking at, budget. right? In their budget. No, I mean that's that's good consulting. Um, I want to. How many sell side uh, listings you got right now? By the way, it's uh, seven or eight. Okay. Nine or seven, eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's going on there? Are you are you seeing some traffic? What's happening? I mean, we're we, in the we, middle of active season here. Yeah, it's really interesting you said. Um, yeah, we've had a burst. We we've had a burst where we we're in the process of uh, uh, renovating some things. Mm -hmm. Uh, photographs are being taken. We're, we're about to launch about four new listings within the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, over the last six weeks, we did see this burst. We were running around doing all these listing presentations. Mm -hmm. People are looking to sell. But what, what do you mean? Like, I mean, could you tell right off the bat, like out of all those listings, I, some of them are priced ready to go. Some of them are testing the market. Some of them are a little more aggressive. I mean, let's just be real. Yeah, uh, no, uh, I, every I, I, seller I'll has be real with you. aspirations. We've, we've, yeah. we've I can only think of one, one uh, that we've, we've, we put on the market where he's, he's pushing the envelope mm -hmm. and we're seeing it already. We're not getting response to it. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, um, that's our consultative way of doing things. Like we've yeah, walked in there, everything, that we're everything we're going to market with is pretty spot on. Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha. Um, we're, we're lucky because you know a lot yeah. of clients won't let you do that. Yeah. We go in there and we tell them, we think this is what you should do and this is where it should be. And what is that conversation like? I mean, do you look at active competition? Do you look at days on market? Do you, what do you yes, look at? Yes, yes. What else are you looking at? Uh, well, the, the, the comps, but that's, you know, that's, um, you know, a lacking yeah, a indicator. Sold, yeah. um, knowing, knowing these buildings, knowing right. where things are. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, you got you got this team of yours, and you've been in business a long time. I could just imagine that you have experience with pretty much ninety percent of the buildings that are doing business out there. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice to be able to have some experience with the building when you're talking to a client, and you can say, "Oh, I've done deals here before. I've I've negotiated before. I know familiar with the board." You know. Well, well that, wait. Let me. So sorry. that so that's directly tied to the question that you asked earlier, which is, what do what do agents do like how would you advise in terms of strategy yeah. do you stay you know how do you focus on the one that's higher knowing that this is the end point this mm -hmm. is where it's going to end up yeah. and a lot of it is that unfortunately it's going it, it's relying on the your historical experience your knowledge of these various buildings but I will say, and I'm going to plug you guys for a second here because um, shameless. Plug. I, I know, I know, but I, <laughs> but but the truth is for everyone watching that I, I wouldn't be saying it if I didn't mean it. So I, I think that Urban Digs is fascinating because what it has allowed for us to do with our buyers is 
to have them track property with us, which mm -hmm. is really nice, right? So for instance, the conversation might go something like this. Look, your, your cap is 2.5. I get it, I get it. You're not in New York for right the next couple of months or you're, you're local, you live in Chelsea and you're, we've been toying with this idea of listing your place so that you can upgrade to another one. Get the, as a broker, as a novice broker, as an experienced broker, whoever you are, get them on a system like that where you can track property together. It's yeah. interactive. Mm -hmm. It's already happened to us with four or five buyers where something, because we went over in budget, right? They weren't willing to go there, but let's just, let's just track it up to $3 million, even though you're at yeah. two five. And all of a sudden we see a price correction wham that comes in right. at 2750 we get a notification still some gap to be bridged there right. but we bridge it we right. bridge it and now they become aware of that opportunity in an environment where right we're really busy at any point in time like right now we have probably i mean i don't know 30 40 serious buyers that's, i mean that's and that's that's what yeah. we built the system for is that type of productivity to um yeah. make it more seamless yeah you know i just want to ask so again just for, especially for the newer agents out there yeah if I'm a buyer and I'm working with the Espinal Adler team and I'm, I'm outside of the city and I've contacted you like this other buyer has, I'm coming in for a whirlwind tour of three days, yeah. what can I expect from a, a team such as yourself? I assume, of course, all the listings have been vetted and I've got a, a full schedule, but what, what does it look like um, this is, from the buyer's I, I point of view? I, this is, this, you're going to get something distinctively different with us than what's going on. I mean, we're... We're doing pretty well. Um, um, but there's, the, there's, there's, there's a suite a, of services that we're offering that others aren't. Right. Um, you know, we, we've got somebody on our team who is totally about finance. He's, he's a broker. We pay him. He's affiliated with no banks, no institutions. Mm -hmm. And he is, his whole job is to walk everybody through the financial aspects of a purchase. Mm -hmm. Help you figure out what you can spend, yeah. what you can borrow, where you can go get that best mortgage. Nobody, nobody has that. Mm -hmm. so, so what you can expect when you're a buyer with us is you meet us yep. and then you, you speak into our guy and uh, you're gonna have a very in-depth conversation with him. He's gonna go through all your numbers and he's gonna tell you all about your financial wherewithal. Um, then it comes back to us, right? We got him set up on Urban Digs when we know what the real budget is and what the parameters are. And, um, and we do this and, and then there's plenty of inventory out there, so then yeah. you know, they start getting things. They start at, uh, hitting the star. We know what they like. It's yeah. it's it's been much easier with Urban Days, cool. and um, and then they come in. We set we set aside those days, and we, we take them. Well, I mean, thirty forty buyers. I mean, it's it, it used to be that if you had more than five six buyers, it got counterproductive. You know, you can't possibly all of the daily administrative menial service tasks, open house registration, chats on every single property, appointment requests, all this kind of stuff. It gets exponentially harder we, as you start well, to get to need, 10, we 15, people. 20. We need, right. we need good people. I mean, that's, that's a yeah. whole other conversation. But, but, but that's but, it. I mean, we have a team. But your technology and the things that we're doing have enabled us to get that pipeline. Yeah. But uh, to get it even bigger, we're, we're, we, need, we need to grow. I want to go into the psychology of these buyers. What, are, they, are, they, are these guys ready to go? I mean, they used to say there's A buyers, B buyers, C buyers. Or is it kind of a mix between them? Um, that's one question. The second question is, are... Are these guys aware that that you know it's okay to put a bid in five or ten percent below and, and well, see what happens? But it's not. Or are they just sitting in the sidelines? But like, it's what's not. Okay. It's not okay to do Explain that. Explain that. It's not okay to do that, and that's exactly because one size doesn't fit. That's all. 
it, one right. size does not fit all, right. and there are definitely circumstances. I mean, look, we've priced, I, I can think of at least three listings where the narrative with the seller is, let's go under, let's go under market, let's use that as leverage, right. we're gonna get all that foot traffic, we'll yep. create competitive bidding, and create that's, that's, that, yeah. that's the story. Right, competitive bidding to the yeah. extent that we can, um, given the market. But I, I don't think that it's a one size fits all. I think that you need to be. This is where the broker needs to work a little bit harder than that than they did before. You know, what does that mean to work with us? I am making a phone call before I go show that apartment. What are you thinking? Right. You know, how confident are you about your 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 pricing strategy mm -hmm. before I'm showing the apartment? You know, so you can pass the intel. No, not pass it on so that I can no, assess can whether or not right. mm -hmm. that's 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 a good one to include, mm -hmm. and, and and that's and that's going to make the, that's going to set apart the successful brokers from the not successful ones. You know where you just because if you do more homework up front and you hone in on inventory that really truly makes sense, slams up because then 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 it makes it easy to advise a buyer for. Mm -hmm what direction they can go in and then and then go in even more laser focus and say okay on this one we can bid this on this one we can bid that strategy is not the same so to your point like if you were a new broker because yeah. I, I see we're running out of time um is you know we see this there's thousands of brokers but it's the same 350 400 names that are doing all the deals yeah that we that we see and then now this further along we know most of them right they don't feel uh, embarrassed. Don't be shy. Don't yeah. be intimidated. Yeah. Pick up the phone. Yeah. Call De Niro or yeah. whoever. They, they'll they'll take your call. Yeah. They're brokers. They want to do deals, and and they'll talk to you. And if they won't talk to you, then you hang up and you move on. But it's really smart to be able to call other brokers and and try and get these deals done or get better intel or color before you, you engage in anything. No, it's critical, especially when the spread between bid and ask, and, and you brought that up before. In the there, unpredictable there, market. There's right? a gap between a spread and, uh, sorry, a spread between bid and ask right now, um, um, buyer and seller. And, and again, I think we're in the process of, of making everything transparent to both the seller and the buyer to say, guys, here's where the market is. It's in between you. You both need to kind of come up. Right. Buyers need to come up, sellers need to come down. But like you said, you can't paint a broad stroke and you might see six properties and three of them are priced great and three of them are priced completely out of this world and you can't just go in there saying for these other three I'm going to price 20% under so I'll take that approach for these good ones exactly. and price and you can't do that so one more thing about uh, buyer psychology because you said what are buyers thinking without a doubt probably we I said 30 to 40 in terms of the buyer pool mm -hmm. I want to say Probably ninety-two point five percent of That's those. I know, specific I know. Number. <laughs> but uh, that, this is um, this That's... is taking after what Jeff does. This is us. But um, <laughs> that big a gap, chunk of uh, not gap, chunk of, of buyers starts the conversation like this. I'm I'm not in a rush. I, I I don't. You know, I could buy now. I could buy next year. This is huge. What I'm saying. Every conversation. It used to be, twenty fifteen. It was like. Three months. Yeah. This is our. We're ready. Let's go do this. Let's go. Let's go buy something. Yeah. And every conversation starts out like this. Well, let's see what uh, happens. Right. We yeah. we end up closing seventy percent of those. If I had to pick mm -hmm. a percentage out of a hat, within within a three to six month period. Right. Which is pretty. Yeah. 
which which is pretty insane when you think about that the message is we'll buy, we won't, we won't so, buy. And I think the reason is because they think in their head, well, and, and it might be true. I mean, the market is, it's not going up. The market's not rising. The market's not, it's not good running away from them. No, but they have to learn that it's also not going through the floor. True. Right? It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's. We're just at look. The we, land we, in the plane. We, we uh, got yeah. hit. Yeah, we got hit. We came down, and we're now trying to find our way. And look, I, I, Brian Morgan, at City Habitats. I've known him a long time. Mm-hmm. I want to give him a plug, um, because he was one of my first podcasts about six months ago, and he said, "Listen, I, I, I actually think we're about to enter another lull period." Mm-hmm. And we were all thinking, me and John were like, "Well, we think we're kind of normalizing on the bottom, and we're just bouncing." We're just bouncing along the bottom. And there may right. be a little thing, but we're just bouncing along the bottom. And he said, no, I think we're actually in a little shift down. I think he was right. I think he actually nailed it. I think we're either coming out of that shift down right now, um, or maybe we're just at the bottom of that shift down right now. The problem now. is you don't know the bottom until it's passed. That's the problem. And they're usually about and, that long. And not only that, but you're <laughs> gonna, I mean, it, it takes us six to nine months to even get right. valid proof. Right. And, and by that time, the supply and the, the inventory dynamics and the pending sales dynamics change. Yeah. And all buyers need to see is a couple of good properties. There's not as many good properties on the market as there was a year we're, ago. We're bullish about this. this well, I mean, we're doing okay this year, and we're bullish about the second half. I mean, there's a lot it, of pent up demand. Yeah, there's people that need but, to but move. Think, there's people that need to trade up. Jeff, there's people that need to go. But I think the luxury. Um, one thing that it continues to hold true is that the luxury sector it continues it's to put heavy, yeah. well, oversaturated, yeah. but is putting heavy downward pressure on the other the other segments of the market. And other segments would be right that entry level market that's like from yeah. five hundred thousand mm-hmm. all the way to two million, and then between two and four million. And what's happening is that you know people that are buying. $2 million apartments have friends that are also buying, yeah. you know, $4 million apartments. And, and, and these conversations are happening about where the market is. And so it, cha- areas, yeah. it changes buyer sentiment when yeah. there's that much Good mix point. in mm. what's happening. And so um, and we, we do this all the time. It's like, well, our friend told us that, you know, they ended up putting a bid on, the, okay, what, what was their budget? And without a doubt, every time it's either, you know, 15% lower or higher than right. where they actually are. So we're talking apples and oranges. And right. I think, um, Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for coming here. Marie Espinel, Jeff Adler. We're at Element. Thank you guys so much. Noah and John from Urban Digs. We're talking Manhattan, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.